Hello. Welcome to Fathers and Fairways, a podcast by Mint Golf Company. Um, and we're back. It's been long overdue. Summer has taken its toll on us. I've uh, been busy with life and kids and building this baby from the ground up. So for those of you that know, know we are Mint Golf Company based out of Tampa, Florida. My name is Juan Rincon. I'll be your host and chat with you today. Uh, we're basically a golf brand that's for the modern dad, right? Our, our main goal is to strengthen the relationship between dads and their kids through golf primarily, right? Uh, it can be used anywhere on the course, fairways, greens, driving range, you name it, to eventually off the course as well, uh, at home, at school, and just helping dads be able to bond and connect with their kids, right? If you're tuning in for the first time, uh, welcome. Thank you for finding us and taking the time to click play. Hopefully you can find something in this and, and use it and apply it in your in your daily life. And for those of you who have heard us before or are familiar with our stuff and followed along uh, these first few months, we can't thank you enough. Uh, we've received so many words of encouragement, messages, letters from, from all of you. And that's really just been something that has wanted us to push through our own, you know, personal things going on and, and continue. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Going into what we're going to talk about and discuss today, um, I kind of wanted to, to build off of what we talked about in the first episode. So in the first episode, we discussed not only just the kind of intro or overview of what Mint Golf was all about and why we're doing this, we discussed the introduction to golf. So it kind of gave a a little backstory of what got me into golf, how I ended up here, how my two kids ended up playing golf, and how this brand basically just started from from just a passion project, right? And we also talked about how how to keep the interest lit um, and keep that fire and passion burning at such a young age, um, because as we know, right, when you start off something it's it's exciting it's new it's it's it can quickly go sour and quickly turn into something that you know is either too hard or you know so we just kind of talked about um little exercises and, and little things to do to keep the interest levels high right we definitely discussed how you know the similarities between golf transferred over to being a dad um so kind of just building off of that to head into this episode. I guess with that being said, the easiest way to kind of define this episode would be on how to navigate the dual role, right? Navigating the dual role of coach versus dad. Um, I'm sure many of you have had this as well happen in your lives, but being a coach and being a dad or being around sports and being around youth sports in general, there's a fine line that you have to keep in mind when, when raising a child, right? The, the dad in us obviously is there for the support, the encouragement, um, kind of like the emotional side of things. And, and the coach, right, is, is not just doing those, but also the physical and the demanding, you know, very challenging aspects of it too. So there's many times where you have to be able to 
find the balance between the both. And we'll go into that a little later. But just knowing when to turn on and turn off um, each role, so to speak, to get the best and most out of your kid. Um, so, you know, on one hand, you want them to have fun, right? And you want them to develop the passion without forcing it or pushing it too hard, right? Um, I'll give you an example. Christopher, right? My nine-year-old, he is, you know, without a doubt, I, I, I think, just like got one of the most natural, purest swings of, of someone I've seen his age, right? I have no idea where he got that from. I mean, I've by no means an amazing golfer. I'll, I'll get enough to get by, but he is just absolutely hitting them straight every single time. So as that dad role, right, just shitting encouragement, just absolutely, just completely just covering them with, you know, um, compliments and, and things like that just to, to keep him to keep going. But whenever it comes to me wanting to, to push him a little more, for example, let's say his grip, right? Right now, his grip, he hasn't interlocked his fingers yet. So imagine this kid who's nine years old, thinks he's hot shit, (laughs) you know, driving bombs on the fairway, never shanking left or right, to then being told, you have to lock your fingers. At first, right, he's, you can just imagine how he's tried taking that. He's, he's like, well, I I like it this way. And that's when it's kind of like a debate back and forth of like, well, I don't know why it works, but trust me, this is how it works. So that's just one of the examples that I'm going to give as far as like, imagine how he felt when over the summer he has gone to golf camps and things like that. And what's one of the first things that the golf instructor told him? Hey, bud, let's try this with your hands. (laughs) Right. As a dad, you hear that when you pick him up. It's like, hey, how was, how was camp today? He's like, oh, I was good. I mean, you asked me to, to do the thing that you asked me. Oh, cool. Now, in that moment, right, you could easily be like, aha, I told you so, right? Or that's why you should listen to me. But if you do that, you're going to push him away, right? You're going to essentially show him like the, I told you so. This is what happens. You don't listen to me. And then it's going to kind of sour that a little bit. So instead, doing something like, oh, oh, hey, that's cool. That's, you know, I I just saw that because all the golfers do that. I don't really know why it works, right? I can't tell you, but I'm glad that he said the same thing that I did. And that way, you immediately change the approach, you change the demeanor, and you're able to continue on the conversation without having being in a in a sour, bad mood, right? Um, discussing things, right? Also talking about, like, discussing things and keeping that communication open, for example, like between that dad versus coach. Um, for like, I'll give exa- another example, right? Like I grew up playing soccer and my coach was practically like my second dad, right? Now struggling with school and grades and high school, right? My, my dad lived in Miami. My mom was kind of raising me and my little brother by herself. And my coach like helped me on the bus with, with math, right. And, and, and exercises, because if I didn't finish my grades or I get my grades up, I couldn't play on the team. So having that open discussion is definitely something as far as building trust goes. I think one of the most important things that you could have in any sort of relationship with your child. 
Um, it's definitely challenging, right? But the best thing is to just try to remember it through their eyes or try to put yourself in their shoes at that age, right? So whenever I'm talking to my little ones about something that I think is frustrating them or I can clearly tell something is on their mind, instead of me continuing to ask in the approach of like, hey, bud, what's wrong? I don't, I've recently tried getting away from paraphrasing as what's wrong because then that's implying that something is wrong with them. Whether you mean to or not, that is implying that, oh shit, I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me because I'm sad about this, right? So with my six-year-old Judah, it's definitely a lot more dancing and, you know, walking on eggshells when trying to communicate it that way because otherwise you'll, you know, you'll start to pout and give that little lower lip. But wording it in a way is of, hey, can you tell me how you feel or is everything okay? Can you explain how that, you know, just kind of going in that route, I think I've already noticed and seen just a huge, huge difference in how they approach it, right? Now, yeah, they'll be crying, they'll be sniffling, they, they'll be probably mumbling under their breath, but it'll be them giving the response, right? It'll be them kind of like digging deep and understanding what is going on instead of, hey, what's wrong? You did this, right? So translating that into golf, having that be something where if it's a bad shot or if it's something that, you know, is really getting them, you know, clearly bothered or upset, having them talk it out, right? You know, changing the subject. Let's talk about something else, right? Let's take a break. Let's go for a breather. Uh, so that's one thing that I think I just wanted to share as far as like how and what to do whenever moments like that happen, right? And at the end of, my, at the, end of the day, like they're, they're kids, right? You, you were not training, you know, future PGA athletes, at least not yet, right? Like Christopher is already making jokes and, and saying how he wants to, he wants to play when, when Scotty's still playing. So I said, well, Scotty's still mid-20s and he's got quite a long time, so he's, he needs to start practicing. But, you know, at the end of the day, these guys, you know, they just want to have fun. And this is the entire basis of what this brand is built on is, is having fun. Um, yes, we, we do things professionally, right? We, we, we communicate with vendors and, and our suppliers and things like that. Uh, speaking of which, I'll have, that reminds me, I'll have to mention something along those lines at the end of this episode. But just the having fun approach is what I'm saying is like everything that this company and brand has been built off of has had the kids involved in some aspect, right? There have been so many times where I could have easily done this whole thing all by myself, you know, ladies at work, kids are here, but I get them involved. We go out for a walk. All right, let's shoot some content. Hey, let's do this. Hey, what do you think about this? Like even having them decide on the filter and on Instagram or the, the photo editing app to see what looks best to have their input and their ideas valued at such a young age about something that they have no idea what's going on. But then all of a sudden they see all these hats starting to come into our house with the brand mint golf. And then they'll remember, Oh wow, that's cool. I remember when I drew a leaf up months ago and now here it is on a hat, you know, these at the end of the day, like building things and making things fun 
and reminding them why we're doing this in the first place, right? So uh, another thing, right, that like is kind of ties into that is just leading by example, right? So as the dad, as the coach, right, it's kind of hypocritical if the dad or coach is just shouting, barking orders, doing this, doing that, and you don't really see the coach or dad doing anything, right? So that's something that I've really turned the levels up on this summer. And it was just kind of working on myself, both physically and um, mentally, was just getting back into the gym. So I felt, got to a point where I felt bad for having Christopher practice running in the neighborhood when it's over 95 degrees in the summer to have me not do the same. So gym membership, waking up at 6.30 every morning, been going to the gym five times a week, nonstop. And now it's getting to the point where these kids are seeing me do these things, but also wanting to do it on their own. The other day I saw Judah doing sit-ups with his feet underneath the couch by himself before I even walked downstairs. Now imagine how that would translate on the golf course or in school or with anything, how they treat and respect other, other people or their mom being a leader by example, whether it be on the course and playing with your kid and shanking a shot, how you react in that moment, right? With your, with your friends, if you, you know, yell fuck, right? Or whatever it is, like we've all done it. I do it all the time. <laughs> um, how you respond in that moment will translate to how they respond in the future, right? So yeah, like just... And then also realizing that there's going to be setbacks, right? There's going to be, there's going to be times where things are tough. There's going to be moments where, you know, you're, you're trying to balance that line, like I said, and, and, and you, and you fuck up, right? And that's, that's all part of the game. That's, that's literally impossible to not have that happen. I think the thing that's helped me out the most is, understanding and realizing when that's happening and being level-headed enough to admit and defeat. Hey man, so I know I said this the other day, right? But I don't think, I think I was wrong, right? I think I messed up. So I think if we did this instead, you know, or whatever it may be, having your dad as a kid, right? Come to you and admit that they were wrong. Like someone very close to me kind of put that idea in my head and I have not been able to, you know, shake that. So I have immediately used that approach with everything I do. And if I am wrong, whether it be with the kids or with my lady, right? I don't hold on to anger as much as I used to. And I think it's really important to kind of let the kids see that and, you know, embracing things one step at a time. So if, you know, if we were playing with Christopher over the summer, right, and it was his first time playing 18 holes, and he's, he's done the, the local par three, and, and the, you know, 18 out of par three is, is not like 18 out of like a legit course. So he sees us drive past the golf course, right? He's, he's wondering what's gonna happening, wondering where we're going. And then we, you know, we get to this course, like about 45 minutes north of Tampa, and he's just blown away. And he goes off the first tee. He drives it straight down the fairway. He's ecstatic. Then he ends up 
shanking a couple balls left and right, and you could just see the frustration kind of kind of build. And he was getting frustrated that he wasn't going to make bogey, or he was just looking at, oh man, I'm I'm going to do bad this hole. So, you know, that's when I take the kids. I, I don't really play for score. So one thing that I did, um, and I didn't even think of it at the moment. I just kind of wanted to help this kid out. I purposely shanked a ball into the woods, grabbed, you know, shanked the ball into the woods. So that way he saw that I messed up and he saw my reaction. And then when I hit my next shot, I landed it right on the green. Embracing setbacks and taking steps one at a time, there will always be bad shots in golf. You know, having that mental sharpness of how you react on the next one is everything. And that's that's with everything. That's that's golf. That's school. That's home life. That's treating people with respect. That's with whatever you can think of. Taking things one step at a time is something that these kids are are slowly learning and realizing. And I couldn't be more proud. One of the toughest decisions a dad or a parent can face is when to push and challenge and when to ease off. Right. Um, I've realized my own two kids that. Each one is different, and I'm sure a lot of you with multiple kids experience that as well. You can't just do the copy and paste, like, this works on so-and-so, why isn't it working on so-and-so? And that's when it gets really fucking hard, but it keeps it interesting, right? For example, like, if your oldest one is quiet and more shy and the young one's louder, you know, aggressive, outgoing, whatever, whatever it may be, Handling them in different ways at different times of the day, it's exhausting. But I have no doubt that, you know, with the things that we discussed here, like, and using these practices, that it's a lot better than just yelling back at them. Because at the end of the day, what am I really teaching them if I raise my voice and try to be louder, right? Am I, am I really listening to their problems or am I just trying to cover them up? Uh, so being aware of your child's emotions and reactions before either you or they get to their breaking point is, is fucking huge. Um, one thing that's helped me having open communication um, on the golf course is, is just kind of like, you know, on the cart. Um, slow day, backed up, right? We have our phones at all times, guys. Like, we, our phones are nonstop. Like, I... I I still can't imagine what it would be like if I was growing up and I was trying to talk to my parents and they were on their phone and just like, yeah, uh, uh, like I just, I try to think of it when I'm doing it. Right. But I'm not perfect. It, it still happens. So I usually don't have the phone on me on the cart. Uh, obviously unless we're shooting content or things like that, but I kind of try to unplug as much as possible. So being on the cart, if you're with your kid, right? One thing that's helped me is have conversations. Ask them open-ended questions that you could actually get a response from, all right? And this doesn't mean like, how's your day? Good. How's school? Good. Open-ended questions such as like, hey, like, you know, I see you've been building new Legos this week. Uh, what was one of the Lego pieces that you enjoyed the most and how did that make you feel? Oh, okay. Well, you know, that I built a new 
Millennium Falcon, and it made me feel proud. Because, do you see what I mean? Like, you, you can just, even if it's something that they're still familiar talking about, i.e. Legos or any shit like that, having that open-minded approach to where they can give you more than just a one-word answer, right? Um, I think that is more important in the grand scheme of things in around than birdies and pars, <laughs> right? Communication, you know, resilience and having positive attitude throughout the length of the day. It doesn't matter if the kid shoots 120. It doesn't matter if you shoot at 120. <laughs> That's what golf's all about, right? And, and this kid, what, what they're, what they're learning on the course, like I, I wish that someone would have taught me that when I was their age, because I wasn't really close to my dad until I was like 13, right? My parents split up, but having these two kids and, and just completely changing my whole approach pretty much over the span of a year, because it wasn't always fun with these two. These two were definitely just the biggest pains in my ass trying to get them to, you know, listen or, or just kind of treat me with any sort of respect. But I, I realized at the end of the day that there was a lot of shit that I was doing that was basically making it very hard for me to be able to connect. And it takes true, you know, just openness and, and realizing all these things that you have to change. So for those of you that have also done it, like I'll, you know, please feel free to reach out. Just tell me what other things you've done. Cause I'm still by no means there, but using all these things, I can definitely say I proudly a lot further than where I was before. Um, and it's led to a lot of great things, right? Like this, this summer we have, you know, I think it's, you know, we started mint, I want to say in May and now we're heading into summer or the first summer in the books. And, we're, we're so close. Like we, we just got our order of hats in, right? It's very exciting to, to have those online and, and for you to purchase and support soon. Uh, waiting on a couple different pieces to add the final touches for the shirts and what as well. But having these two kids and my family be present in this whole process has been by far the scariest, but my favorite thing we've ever done. And, you know, as a dad, that's just, that's just life, right? It's scary shit. And, and you have to do it again. So there it is. Hopefully a few things to take to help you be the role of both coach and dad. Thank you again for taking the time to tune in on this episode. We promise we won't take as long to put out the next one. Um, you can find us over on Instagram at Mint Golf Company. You can find us at mintgolfcompany.com. You know, just shoot us a message. Let us know what you thought, right? We'd love to hear from all of you. Uh, on behalf of Mint Golf, and, you know, thank you again. We keep moving. <laughs>